investor enthusiasm for multi-asset funds is on the decline and although asset flows are still positive, they're now at their lowest level since 2012. Is this a new attitude to risk? With me to discuss is Guy Fraser-Sampson. Well Guy, why are multi-asset funds losing traction? I think the problem has been that multi-asset class funds as opposed to individual portfolios are notoriously difficult to put together. They're especially difficult to put together in a cost-effective way and in a way which gives you proper realistic coverage of the underlying asset classes. So I think the lesson that certainly I have drawn from this is that if you want to do multi-asset class investing, you must invest in having the resources to do it yourself in-house. Would you say we're witnessing a new attitude to diversification then, or is it just about a lack of faith in various asset classes? I think what happened was a lot of fund managers decided that this was the next bandwagon to jump upon. They liked the idea of multi-asset class investing. They didn't really stop and think about the difficulties of how you cover things like private equity, hedge funds, infrastructure within a traditional fund format. And I think a lot of investors have become very disillusioned that they haven't bought what they thought they'd bought um, and that it's actually also costing them quite a lot of money. What sort of impact would you say traditional asset allocations could have on economies? They could have a dramatic effect on economies. I mean, if everybody in the world wanted to put 20% of their money into infrastructure, to take but one example, that would be a huge boost in the arm to government finances around the world. I'm not necessarily advocating that that makes sense at the moment, but you can see the economic potential. Okay, so talk me through the different investment models to consider. The real problem comes back to the way people uh, view risk. While people have signed up to the idea that it's desirable to diversify away specific risk, the risk, for example, of investing in an individual share or an individual bond, nobody seems to have understood that you also need to diversify away what we call systemic risk, which is the risk of investing in bonds or shares in general. And that's where multi-asset class investing comes in. And I'm not really aware, having done consultancy and looked at many investors around the world, it's difficult to find even a single one if you ignore some somebody like the East Coast uh, College Endowments. It's very difficult to find anybody who's operating a genuinely multi-asset class model. So when it comes to building and maintaining a diversified portfolio, what would you say is the key? The key is you've got to recognise that some of these asset classes are very difficult to invest in effectively. And if you want to do it and do it properly, you've got to be prepared to invest in the resources in-house, the expertise and the experience in-house and the right processes and procedures. A lot of people, unfortunately, go into this blind. I think the other big problem is it seems to be a big mental step to take for a lot of people to understand that you need to invest roughly equally in these different asset classes and what happens is that they make ridiculously small allocations sometimes as little as one or two or three percent to a particular asset class and the general rule should be that if you've got less than ten percent in any one asset class you'd be far better off with zero you'd be far better off not doing it at all and for some reason that seems to be a very difficult emotional step if you like for people to take and finally looking towards seasoned investors, are there any common mistakes that they make quite often? Somebody once said the only thing we learn from history is that we learn nothing from history. And I think investors persist in investing at the top of cycles and selling at the bottom of cycles. If you're going to do multi-asset class investing properly, it has to be as a long-term investor. You have to be an asset holder. And that strongly implies that any time returns go down or asset values go down, you bought buy more of that asset, not less. If you do the opposite, which is what a lot of investors, particularly pension funds, have done in the past, you're simply crystallising losses, and that's not a terribly good investment strategy.